Okay, let's just hope that Ted does not keep attacking me. Welcome to or back to Midwestern Mysteries, where we talk about weird shit in the Midwest. Yep. That's it. Just weird That's shit. It. Oh my god. Theodore is joining us Go. today. He probably won't be here for the whole time. Don't bite me. He's about He's about to leave. He's, he's to gonna leave. get you. Yep. Ha ha. I think her. Either way. <clears throat> he is going at it. We can play in a little bit. <clears throat> I think we're good now. I think Ted is... He's out. Oh, okay, cool. So, <clears throat> today I thought we would cover a crazy missing persons case. I wanted to switch missing it up. Missing persons case? Sorry. No, I just wanted to switch it up a little bit, because we've done a couple murders. Yeah. Missing persons cases just frustrate me to no end, because oh, I'm like... there's no answer. Like, <sighs> this one's for sure not solved, and I don't know if it will be. Was it recent, or was it like... No, it was about 15 years ago. Oh. 2008. Which doesn't feel like it's that long ago. Yeah, 2008. I was... That is 15 years, right? I was five in 2008, so no. Because I'm... Well, yeah. 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 Because I'll be 20 this year. 15... Holy... Yeah! 15 years ago was 2008. I'll be 20? It's okay, baby girl. Nobody has to know. (laughs) Everyone's gonna know now. (laughs) So the case that we're going to cover today is the disappearance of Brandon Swanson. Now, this is a missing persons case from Minnesota. So, Midwest, right? Yeah. Yeah. Minnesota. And I was happy, well, not happy. I'm just, okay, I was glad this one was in the Midwest because I've heard about this case before and it is like a mind fuck. I don't think I've ever heard about this case. You might have, well, it depends on if you listen to a lot of like podcasts about Stuff. I I usually watch the YouTube videos. Okay, well there are some YouTube and videos I usually about it. avoid the missing persons cases. So yeah, well I I get the frustration about it not being solved, but it's just super interesting. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. So without further ado, we will begin. So Brandon Swanson was a 19 year old college student from Marshall, Minnesota. No, <laughs> dude. Uh, I'll get it. I'll get it. But you have to make sure it's still centered. Intermission. Can I add that? Can I keep that in the video? <laughs> um, Ted knocked over the phone while we were recording. So I'm just going to start over. <clears throat> yeah, I would. <laughs> so Brandon Swanson was a 19-year-old college student from Marshall, Minnesota. He was born on January 30th, 1989, which makes him an Aquarius. Which... I love that you're all about the Zodiacs. I just love knowing. I oh, fucking A, man. I literally just know. He just hears it in his case. <laughs> <laughs> well, my hair hangs down and he's like, ooh, a toy. Yeah. When my hair's in braids, he does that. And I'm like, yeah. stop. Um, yeah, anyway, I just know my Zodiac. I don't know about the other I just find it interesting, especially because I'm an Aquarius. Like, when I hear birthdays, I can't... <laughs> anyway, when I hear birthdays, I can't, I can't, like, be like, oh, that's a Virgo. Like, I don't know. No, I also can't. Yeah. But I like knowing <clears throat> which zodiac signs people are. Especially because he's an Aquarius. Um, he was said to have been, like, pretty inter... Oh, my God. <laughs> That's not the word. He was said to be pretty intellectual. Intellectual. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Has this been cricket the whole time? Probably. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> okay. Either way. He was known to be a pretty intellectual guy. Okay, so he was actually attending Minnesota West Community and Technical College for a wind turbine program. 
So I think to like be an engineer at a wind turbine. So at this community college, was there dorms or? I don't know. Did he live at home? He lived at home because okay. the college was only like 30, 40 yeah, minutes away. That, I, I wasn't like, I wasn't trying to get information on the college. I just wanted to <laughs> yeah, know yeah, where no, he so lived. It, it, um, it was actually in Canby, Minnesota, which was 30 to 40 minutes away from Marshall. Oh, okay. So he took that drive every day. That would suck. That's not that far. 40 minute drive. My drive to work is like 35. Mine's two. Mm-hmm. That's... Get a closer job. There is nothing near where I live. I know. Exactly. <laughs> I live here too. Yeah, but you found a good one. Yeah. Either way. Okay. So, it's May 2008, right? Mm-hmm. He, this is, he's 19. He's just finishing his first year of college. What does he have? Something from your bag, I think. <laughs> Pause. Give me my hair clip. <laughs> hair clip. <laughs> he a thief in the night. So, back to what I was saying. Mm-hmm. It's May 2008. Classes, classes are just finishing. Yeah. Right? And everyone is excited because it's going to be summer break, you know? Woot woot. They're partying. They're celebrating. Mm-hmm. So, on May 13th specifically, that's when classes ended. And Brandon ended up going to, like, two parties that night. Yeah. And, like, that's a lot of driving. Ew. But. Mm. That's a lot of. That's a lot of. Socializing? Socializing with people. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. But the first party he went to was in Lind, which is, like, ten minutes away from Marshall. And I'm going to kind of try to explain the geography of what's going on here, because it is very integral to the case and kind of confusing. So. Just imagine we have, like, Marshall here in the center, mm-hmm. right? And for anyone on YouTube, I'll try to, like, visually explain this. I'll try my best to do it on audio, too, but it's kind of a hot mess. So we have Marshall here in the center. Lind is 10 minutes southwest. So if you're, like, picturing a map, it's 10 minutes down and to the left. So, like, a diagonal line out of Marshall. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Canby, the college town, is 35 minutes northwest. So it's to the top and the left. Okay. So a longer diagonal line out. So if you're picturing, like, I would picture, like, a sideways check mark is kind of what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. So, and the reason that's important is because to get from Lind to Canby or from Canby to Lind, you would probably go through Marshall with mm-hmm. the main, like, highways that are there. That's how you would go. You could go on the back way, but it, it would take a lot more time. Like, yeah. it'd be super inefficient. Um, this becomes important later. So... At this party, the people at this party were questioned, and they did say that Brandon was drinking, but, like, he definitely wasn't intoxicated. Yeah, so he was just, like... He had some drinks. Yeah. Yeah. And this is probably because he... It seemed like he was trying to be cautious, because he did drive to the next party after this. Mm Mm-hmm. So he was probably trying not to drink too much, because he had to drive. And he actually did have a DUI already. Oh. When he was 17, he got a DUI. So, he probably did not want to get pulled over after that. Um, So, yeah. He was just being cautious, and he ends up leaving that party and heading to a party in Canby, Minnesota. So, that's the college town. So, he went... He came... Yeah. That's just kind of... I don't know. I don't know why he went from Lynn to Canby. But either way, he was going to Canby. And, obviously, there was another party there, and he was also drinking at this party... And I couldn't find the exact source, but I did listen to the Morbid episodes on this case, which is another podcast. 
great podcast. Definitely recommend. I got a lot of my information from Morbid, so I recommend them. But the episode mentioned that he was seen taking at least one shot of whiskey. So okay. he was he was drinking. He was now like <clears throat> drinking heavier. Yes and no. I, well, he was having... He had at least a shot. Yeah. Which I would say, like, is a decent amount, but the, maybe I'm just a baby. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like shots are kind of like... That's pretty intense. Yeah. Yeah, but... To be driving afterwards. But. Exactly. So but, everyone at this party said that he wasn't intoxicated either. Like, they definitely thought that he was okay to drive home. He didn't seem like he was inebriated at all. Yeah. So or, he leaves that party around midnight. Now, he's heading home from Canby to Marshall, realistically. Mm-hmm. That's where he's going. Um, later that night, he actually gets his car stuck in a ditch. Now, he had a Chevy Lumina, which is like a sedan, just like a general sedan. Um, and he's stuck in a ditch on a dirt road. So, he calls his friends, like he wants someone to help him get out, mm. and no one's answering. So he ended up having to call his parents. So at 1.54 a.m. on May 14th, 2008, it's still the same night, but technically the next day, um, his parents, Brian and Annette, get a call from him. Now, he explains what happened. It seemed like he was trying to do, like, a U-turn on this dirt road mm. and went, like, into the and ditch. The, yeah. And Which then the car... really easy to do on dirt yeah, roads. exactly. And then the car was kind of too elevated to get traction to get back out of the ditch because mm-hmm. it was, like on a slant um but he said he wasn't hurt the car was fine and from what his parents say they are like 90 percent sure that he was not intoxicated like he didn't he wasn't slurring his words he seemed completely fine hmm. um and he tells them because he's asking them to come get him because he like can't get out yeah um he says that he is midway between lind and marshall so remember he was coming home from Canby, the top one. Yeah. So why? And now he... he's saying he's between Marshall and Lind. Yeah. That doesn't add up. But... No, it doesn't make any sense. Um, he could have taken the back way, which could have led him to overshooting and then coming back to Marshall. But why would he do that? That doesn't really make any sense. Yeah. People do think he maybe took the back way to avoid police. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it still, it just doesn't really make sense. It doesn't add up. Yeah. Um, but his parents didn't know that he was supposed to be coming from Canby. So they were like, okay, we'll come get you. They hopped in their truck and started to go where he was describing. And they stayed on the phone with him the whole time. Good. So when they get to the area, they didn't see anyone. And are he they didn't still see on them. The, are st- he's still on the phone with them? Yeah. And they didn't see each other at all. Like, and there's not, like, it's only a 10-minute drive from Marshall to Lynn. There's not a lot of space in there. Yeah. And they didn't see each other at all. Now, Brandon explained that he was on the left side of a gravel road off of Highway 23, which is that main road that goes from Marshall to Lynn. Mm-hmm. Um, and the parents, they even started flashing their headlights and honking. And they're like, do you see this? Do you hear this? And he didn't see or hear anything. Nothing. Was he, like, maybe confused and, like... They tried to talk to him about that, but he was sure that he was telling them the right location. Like, it was to the point where they were kind of fighting about it. Yeah, because, like, maybe he was coming home from the top one, and he, he yeah. misworded it. Exactly, but he was adamant. Like, they, they that was part of the conversation. They were like, are you sure that's where you are? And he's like, yes, that's where I am. 
Yeah. That makes no sense. Yeah. And so then they asked him to flash his headlights. They didn't see anything. And he was getting frustrated. They were frustrated. And he just goes, don't you see me? And they didn't. And that quote fucks me up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that that pure, that would be so scary. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, they don't see each other. And the parents sat, they searched for him, like, in that whole area. They could not find him. And he was starting to get frustrated. And so was, so was his parents. So, he actually hung up on his mom. But she called him right back, and she apologized and tried to smooth things over. She, she was trying to call everyone down. Yeah. This is, like, spooky. I know. It gives, like, a lot of people are like, what if it's a parallel dimension? Or, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like giving me the chills. It's freaking creepy. I know. I'm a little spooked, guys. I know. It almost <laughs> sounds like a creepypasta. Like, it's... It gives creepy pasta oh vibes. God, I used to watch creepy pasta. Yeah. I forgot about creepy pasta. The creepy pasta I always think about, I think it's a creepy pasta, is the one where the dog licked his hand under the bed, but then the dog was dead and then something was licking his hand under the bed. Yeah. Creepy pastas give me They're freaky. The worst feeling in the world. Like I cannot believe I used to like listen to those and like Yeah. I had a higher tolerance for scary things when I was younger. Yeah, I think I did too. And now I'm just like, because we used to God, watch like dark. a lot of scary movies, like horror movies, as like young children. I think it's because we're adults now, and we know that there are very scary people in the world, mm-hmm. and like, and, and it's not just make believe. It's not rare movie. either. Yeah, like there's a lot of bad people. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, creepy pastas. Oh my god, I'm gonna be thinking about that while I'm trying to go to sleep tonight. <laughs> awesome. Maybe you'll think about this case too. But no. It did not make any sense. They did not know where he was. He couldn't find them. They couldn't find him. So Brandon decides that they should just meet somewhere. Right? So he sees some lights in the distance, and he thinks it's probably Lind. He thinks it's the town. Mm -hmm. So he says that he'll walk toward that, and they can meet at this bar in town, which was called the Linwood and Trev's Kitchen. Now it's permanently closed, though, so I don't think it's open anymore. But they were going to- Did they stay on the phone with him? Yeah. Okay. So they were going to meet him there in the parking lot. That was the plan. Now, this part might have happened, might not have happened. It's kind of weird. Because media says it happened, but the parents, at least the mom, is saying it didn't happen. Okay. So I don't quite know what's going on here. But it's possible that the dad dropped the mom off at home before he went to the bar. Oh, okay. Why, but why would they do that? Why would they turn around? <clears throat> That's what I'm saying. And While your son is walking in the dark in, like, the middle of the night on a back road. Exactly. So I don't know where that information came from, but I think the mom says that that didn't happen, like, that she was on the phone the whole time with him, with the dad. So I don't know. But they do stay on the phone with Brandon the whole time, and they head back to Lind to meet him at the tavern. Now, Brandon is communicating with them throughout all of this, mm-hmm. and he starts saying, like, I'm going to cut through this field because I think it'll be a shortcut to town. You know what I mean? Which doesn't make any sense for where he's located. Like, going to Lynn from where he says he was, there aren't any fields that are a shortcut. Dude, what is happening? And then... I'm on the edge of my seat, bro. And he says he can hear running water, too. And the parents are like... There's no running water over here. That doesn't make any sense. No, straight up, is this a parallel universe like, no, type of story? I, maybe that's one of the theories, but 
You get a little bit of answers, okay? Okay. So it's, okay. but it's fucking weird at first. Yeah. This story, it, like, it's weird. Yeah. There's this case and then another case that I'll probably cover too. I actually, I don't know if I can because it's in California, I think. But I just maybe I'll do it anyway. Idaho. Yeah, maybe I'll do it anyway. But this one, like, stays in my mind. For sure. <clears throat> yeah, this one's like, <clears throat> I've never, I've never heard this story before. This is crazy. It's, I'm glad because now that I know everything that happened, I feel like, as the case unravels, it gets a little bit more simple, and you, like, understand what could have happened. Yeah. But right now, it's like, what, I don't know what's going what on. What the fuck happened? Yeah. Yeah. So, so he said he could hear running water. There wasn't running water in the area, so that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, dang, there's another fence that I have to climb to go through this field. So he's hopping another fence into another field, trying to get to what he thinks is the town. And... That doesn't make sense for the area either. Like, like I said, there's no fields on the way to Lind. Like, he's definitely not in the he's area. He's not where he says he is. Where he says he is, he's confused. Yeah, at least confused. Yeah. People debate whether it's intentional or not, but he for sure does not, he's not telling them where he is correctly. Yeah. If that and makes like, sense. Why would he lie about where he is? Like, purposely lie about where he is and tell his parents he's in this one place and then, like, say all of these things that he knows is not in that place. Yeah, no, I know. When that's weird, because you'd think he'd know that, too. Yeah. Like, that that's not the Lind area. Yeah, because he so, lives there, like... Exactly. No, it's pretty... It's crazy. I don't... I'm sorry, but if I was going around, like, <clears throat> Ionia... Yeah. I know where I am. Yeah, no, and and people say, like, oh, it's easy to get lost, like, there's a lot of fields and, and parks, and I'm like... That's yeah, all but he mi- lives the Midwest. There. That's all Michigan. Yeah, we're used to that. <laughs> like, we're used to... And he, yeah. So, I don't know, it's... A hot mess, but soon after 2.30 a.m., they've been on the phone for 47 minutes trying to find Brandon. Mm-hmm. No clue where he is. And suddenly, Brandon just goes, oh, shit, and then stops talking, and that's the last thing he said. I'm not even kidding. Did now, you hear any noises or anything? They may have heard him fall. Mm-hmm. They weren't sure, but they heard a sound that could have been, like, him falling. Yeah. Um, they tried to call back a bunch of times, and it just kept ringing. And there was no answer. So they ended up searching like crazy. They even had his friends come help. Um, And they searched all night. Didn't find anything. Obviously. Because he obviously wasn't in the area that he was saying. And they were looking by Lind. But yeah, they were calling him repeatedly. Like hoping that if like the phone lights up he could see it. Or he could hear it vibrating. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he didn't answer the phone again. Oh my god. <clears throat> this is giving me chills. I know. This one's spooky. I don't know. But yeah, what what do you think could be happening right now? What are your theories so far? Okay, so first of all, I don't think... Obviously, he wasn't in the area he was talking about. Yeah. And I think he misworded or maybe got confused. That's what I think. Or like, and he, he said was, Lind, but meant... Yeah. Yeah. And he was coming from the other direction. Mm-hmm. And he's over that way somewhere... Completely opposite of where he is. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. But what happened to him, I have no idea. Yeah, no, it, okay, so. the fact that he's still missing and, like, nothing has been found? Yeah, no, it, it doesn't make any sense. But at 6.30 a.m., like, still that night, but morning, mm-hmm. um, Brandon's mother, Annette, reports Brandon missing to the Lind Police Department. And... They don't give a shit, essentially. 
So they weren't concerned. They even had the audacity to say, he has the right to go missing because he's an adult. Even though the last words he said were, oh shit. And then And he was obviously in distress because his car was in a ditch somewhere. Yeah. They didn't even find his car. Yeah. They didn't even find his car. They couldn't find anything. Not his phone, not his keys, not his car. A car is a big thing to like, I, I get like not finding a phone. Yeah. I get that. But a car is like, you see a car. Exactly. Especially a car in a ditch. Well, and you'd think the police would be concerned because the last they knew, the car was in the ditch. So yeah. he's out, and it's not warm out. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not cold, cold, but it's not warm. Yeah. Either way, hours later, after the family had already been out there searching and the friends had been searching, they did join the search and they requested a community wide search response. So they did look into the cell phone records, finally, hours later. As they should. They should have done that way earlier, but... They, yeah, the case could have turned out completely differently if Mm -hmm. they did. But they were able to see that the phone pinged in a place that was not even near Lind. Nowhere near Lind. It was actually on the route from Canby to Marshall. In this place called Taunton. Yeah, I was right! (laughs) Yeah, no. Um, and the phone pinged again near Minneota, which there's a Minneota, Minnesota. Don't know why they did that. <laughs> I kind of love that. I do too, but it Cute. gets confusing. Okay. Minnesota? <laughs> so, <clears throat> I'm going to explain the geography again, because, like, the route is kind of the most important part of this case. Yeah. So, we have Canby <clears throat> and Marshall. In between there, Taunton is the first one on the way, and then there's Minneota. So it makes sense that he would have started in Taunton and he was maybe walking towards Minneota because it's thought that the lights that he was seeing were the town of Minneota. Okay. Um, And same thing with the fields and the water because there's actually a yellow medicine river. That's what it's called. I don't know why. But it runs literally like in the way. If he were coming from Taunton to Minneota, he would have to cross Cross that river. Yeah, cross like a bridge or? No, well, ideally. But... (laughs) but so why did he say he was near lind like that doesn't make any sense yeah i like i don't know why he thought that i'm i literally think that he just like misworded it yeah was confused and then and then stuck with it he was in so much distress Mm -hmm. when he was talking to his parents he didn't even realize like oh shit i said the wrong one yeah. And changing it. And he was just like, no, this is where I'm at. Like, he was just frustrated. That was he the main even... thing. Because they, they didn't, like, he wasn't panicking or anything, but he was probably just so annoyed already. Yeah. The, yeah. His car's in a ditch. Exactly. He's frustrated. He just wants to get home. It's, like, one in the morning. Yeah. So. It's, like, two in the morning. I would assume. Yeah. But yeah. But I would assume, like. He was just so frustrated. He didn't even realize he was saying the wrong place. Because I've done that before. Like, I've been very frustrated. Yeah, and well, I've been arguing with somebody. And then and I go. confidently saying the wrong thing. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, shit. I meant, like, yeah. later I'll be like, oh, no. Are we going to. <laughs> what? When I was saying that Halsey in that one video reminded me of Voldemort. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, shit. No, Jeffree Star. Yeah. And, like, you didn't even realize it. Like. I thought do that. it was the same thing. Like, you you know what you're talking about in your head. Yeah. But the words coming out of your mouth are something different. And yes. you're, like, confidently, like, no. Yeah. No, it's Jeffree Star. Okay. <laughs> no, it's Baltimore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a great conversation that time. Um, 
Either way, so yeah, that is probably what I get the most from that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Is that he just, like, didn't realize he was saying Lind. Yeah. But, either way. Which makes sense, because it is almost midway between Canby and Marshall. So mm-hmm. if he just mixed up that one word, that's possible. But the weird part is, where his car was found was, like, 15 minutes from the party. His, so his car was found. Yes. Okay, okay, sorry. I forgot to add that. Okay, so his car was found in a ditch in Lincoln County near Taunton. So where the phone pinged. Okay. And the car was found only 15 minutes from the party. So, and then, so the time frame, he left that party at midnight and, and didn't call his parents until one fifty four in the morning. Which, that's a lot of time. I mean... He did try calling his friends beforehand. That's what I'm thinking. That long trying to reach your friends. I mean, yeah, he could have tried to get out himself for a while. Yeah, then called his friends. Yeah, and then maybe tried again and then called his parents because he probably was trying to avoid calling his parents. Well, especially with the DUI under his belt, and he, he was like drinking. at parties drinking. He didn't want his parents to be like, "Oh, we'll just like call the police to come get you out." Yeah, like, yeah. So I mean, that could be why. It took that much time. Which, um, I mean, even if he's not drunk. If he drank anything, it's illegal because he's yeah. 19. Yeah. Yeah. But, so yeah, the car was found in that ditch near Taunton, which is the first stop before mm-hmm. Miniota, which makes sense. He left Taunton, that's where his phone first pinged, mm-hmm. and then walked towards Miniota, that's where it pinged again. Okay. So, when they found the car, it was not damaged at all. Um, the doors were open. All of them? They didn't clarify. They just said doors were open. Well, maybe somebody saw the car and was like, I'm that's, a steal. That's possible. I'm a steal. That's possible. But you'd think that they would want to look into that, too. So, I don't know. The doors were apparently open, which is weird. Another thing I want to add is, like, when phones ping, I just want to clarify. Like, when phones ping, they don't ping in, like, a pinpoint spot. You know, it's not an exact location. It's yeah. off of towers that are near the yeah. area. Yeah. So I just want I just wanted to clarify <clears throat> just in case people didn't know that because when I was reading about the Idaho case, I was just like, I didn't know that and then oh, I, yeah. I had to learn that. Yeah, um, no. So it pings on certain towers and then they can find what tower it pinged on. Yeah. Like yeah. he would be in that area somewhere. Yeah, within a certain distance. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. like I said, the doors were open, and the keys were missing, which makes sense. Like, he probably took the keys with yeah, him. Yeah, he probably took them with him. I wouldn't leave my keys with my car. In the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah. But I also would shut the doors. <laughs> we say yeah a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'd shut the doors, though. So, yeah. it's possible someone could have, like, come back to the car, or someone I'm, came to the car and, I'm like, thinking somebody came to the car and was looking in it, either looking for keys so they could take the car. Yeah. Because, like, empty car. Mm-hmm. Or they were looking in the car to steal stuff. Yeah. And then either maybe got spooked because a car was coming by and they just ran away from the car, which honestly, if a car was coming by, they, it could be your car. They don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know yeah. why that would spook you, but maybe they got spooked and like ran away from the car really quick and didn't go back to shut the doors. True. It's just weird that it'd be multiple doors is the yeah. main thing. Yeah. You'd think they would only open one at a time. So I don't know. That was a weird thing. They don't really clarify anything about that. But there was no evidence of injury to Brandon. Like, there's no blood. The car wasn't damaged at all. It was literally just, like, sitting in a ditch. You know what I mean? This is so weird. Um, He got abducted by aliens, for sure. That's almost what it sounds like. Um, It's literally what it sounds like. Yeah. So, also... Abducted. There weren't any tracks visible of, like, where he walked away. Because it's a dirt road. You'd think you'd be able to see... Yeah. ...something. 
But they had just graded that road that day, which means they, like, um, they dig it up to get it to flatten mm-hmm. out again that morning. Awesome. Yeah. If the police would have done something. But they didn't, when they were grading the roads, they didn't question why there was a car in the ditch on the side of the road with the doors open? In the middle of the country? Probably not. I mean. With the doors open, though. I do think that's weird. You'd think they'd, like, at least stop and be like, is everyone okay? Yeah, just, like, check it out. But, I don't know. You know how many cars probably passed that car? Yeah. That's the main thing. I'm thinking, like, he's walking all this distance. Did no cars pass him? But it is a back road, and it's... True. Well, no, where he was was walking, though, the back road, he was only, like, a mile off of the main road on this dirt road. I think he was probably trying to turn around, is what it seemed like. But you'd think, because he's walking on the main road, which he thinks... Well, he was walking on the main road until he moved to the fields. But he thinks it's M, or not M... It actually might be him, but he thinks it's Highway 23, but that would be a main road. It's almost like, um, like, like 44? 44, okay. yeah. Yeah. So it's the same kind of, like, there's usually cars going by. Yeah. So you'd think he would have flagged someone down, but I guess maybe he did, wasn't concerned. You know what I mean? Maybe he was like, oh, I'll be fine. Wasn't concerned or, and or scared of being true. kidnapped. True. That would spook me. That would, honestly, I would be sitting in that car waiting for somebody. Yeah, no, I would not leave the car. No. I would not start walking in the middle of the night by no, myself. No, I would wait till it's late. Even if I'm on the phone with somebody, I'd be like, mm, yep, sleeping in the car for a night. No, I'd be like, mm, you can find me later. <laughs> um, no. So, to add to all this weirdness, okay, he also left his glasses in the car. And he needed those because he was actually blind in one eye. So, he needed his glasses to see. Hmm. And they were in the car. Hmm. So he was just walking. Blind. Blind. Basically. Uh Uh-huh. Hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, there's some theories as to why this could have happened. Um, On the Morbid episode I listened to, they talked about how people who are, there was this one person who was blind in one eye, they wrote to the show to explain kind of what might be going on. And... The glasses, what they do is they correct that eye pretty heavily. So at night, your eye can get really tired from trying to focus on the road and mm. it being corrected so heavily. So sometimes people take off their glasses to help with that because it, it causes like a double vision oh, when okay. their eye gets tired. Yeah. So maybe he took them off while he was driving, which is and even then just didn't scary put them back too. On. Yeah. But you'd think he'd want his glasses to see in the dark. Mm-hmm. But, you know, no one knows why. But his glasses were in the car. Only he knows. But his car, obviously his keys weren't in the car and his phone wasn't in the car. Yeah. Um, he was obviously nowhere to be found near here. They did an extensive search of the area. They used helicopters, ATVs, and even bloodhounds. Like, they were looking for him. And the bloodhounds actually picked up a scent. They followed it through some fields, which makes sense, mm-hmm. by an abandoned farm and towards the river. Like, to the river. They tracked it to the river. But they also tracked it out of the river on the other side. Bro, what the hell? Yeah. So. Because I was like, okay, maybe he just fell in the river. Yeah, which makes sense. That could be the, oh shit, you know what I mean? He could have like tripped and fallen in the river. Fallen in the river and then like, I don't know how heavy the current is in that river. Maybe it just. It's not. So the river actually, it doesn't seem like it's super deep or. Oh, It's not like the Grand River at all. Okay. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so he very well could have went to the other side. Yeah. But, yeah, so they tracked him in and out of the river. And they even searched that river to make sure. They didn't find anything. The detectives said it's not really possible for him to have drowned in it, purely because he would have washed up mm-hmm. somewhere. Like, where Where did he go? Where? If he's not alive, where is his body? Yeah. Like, that doesn't make any sense. He literally just disappeared in the thin air. Yeah. yeah. No. no that's, I'm pretty sure his mom said something very similar to that. Yeah. Like, people don't just disappear into thin air, but it really seems like he did, mm-hmm. I think is something that she said. Um, they also had cadaver dogs, which detect dead bodies. Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Um, and they did indicate remains near Mud Creek, but they didn't find anything, which is in the general vicinity. Um, so the search was discontinued because they, like, ran out of leads. They looked everywhere and could not find him. He, like, like, he left, did not want to be found, basically, is probably what they were thinking. Like, he just doesn't want to be found. That is one of the theories, yeah. Um, but they did start the search again in the fall, and cadaver dogs indicated his remains northwest of Porter. That's all the information I have. And this does not make any sense either, because if you look at a map, right, we're thinking of our route from Canby to Marshall. We have Taunton and Minneota, right? So Taunton is closer, and then Minneota is further Mm -hmm. from Canby. Before Taunton is Porter. They found his remains? No, the the dog indicated that there could be remains all the way up in Porter, which doesn't make sense. That's backtracking. Yeah. But no one discussed this. Even on Morbid, they didn't, like, talk about it. So I don't know if I'm, like, missing something, but I looked, I double-checked, it said the dog indicated remains in Porter, and Porter is the opposite way. That makes no sense. So I don't, that was a weird, I don't know, (laughs) that's a red flag. That's a red flag, babe. Either way, that was weird. Um, And all in all, they searched 122 square miles. So they, like, heavily searched for him. Yeah, he literally just disappeared. Just gone. And... With no trace. And, like, even if... The oh shit, when he said that... Yeah. And something bad happened, you think his parents would hear something. That's what I'm saying. So, like, even if he fell in the river, you'd think they'd hear that. Yeah. And the phone didn't drop. Like, they... He just stopped talking. It just went silent. Exactly. But if something happened to him, they would hear it. Yeah, well, you'd think he'd be yelling still. Because, like, even with, like, he falls in the water, even if you don't hear the splash, you'd probably hear him yelling. Yeah. Or, like... More than, oh, shit. Somebody shoots him. You would hear the gunshot. Exactly. Somebody stabs him. He would be yelling. Yeah. You would hear the fight, the rustling. Yeah, I mean, I guess if someone came up to him and held him at gunpoint, he could have, like, made him be silent. Oh. I just thought about that right now. That's true. I didn't even think about that. Like, somebody, like, held up a gun and was like, yeah. But I feel like... It's a weird area for someone to just be hanging out with a gun, though. That, and I feel like it wouldn't be silent, silent, because he would want him to be doing something, and the phone didn't drop. He could have had him hang up that phone. True, They yeah. could have had him hang up that phone. They could have, like, maybe they were leading him somewhere. Whatever. They would hear that. It yeah. wouldn't be. I just think it's crazy that it didn't pick up anything after oh shit. Yeah. And, like, a little fall. I guess he could have maybe hit his head. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, but you would still hear the phone, like, fall and hit the ground and. Yeah. 
I think they did hear, they heard a little, like, they they said it sounded like he fell or slipped. Oh. So I guess they could have heard the falling, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's also weird that, like, it wasn't found. His car doors were open. There's a lot of, like, weird things. Weird, what are they called? Red herring? Is that what it's called? What did you just say? Red herring? I think that's what it's called. Where it's like weird things that throw you off, but they're not really related to yeah. the actual like solution. This whole case is just very like what? Yeah, like only word like what? Yeah, but no, this case is fucking weird. Yeah, that's why I wanted to do this case because it's it's bonkers. Yeah, well, and you being hearing it for the first time, it's oh yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, no, so that's pretty much it. Um, in 2010. The Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension took over, and they did more searches and still found nothing. So, that's it on the case. Like, that's all we know about what happened. Either he got abducted by aliens. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay, I'll add that. I'm going to talk about theories here in a second, so I'll add that to the theories. That could be a theory. If you don't believe in aliens, be fucking for real. (laughs) BFFR. Literally. They exist. Yeah. You, you think we're the only ones in this whole universe? Not even in this whole universe. Like, like, the whole infinity? You think we're the only ones? Be for real. Be yeah. for real. No. So, yeah, we'll talk about some theories now. I just um, don't know why aliens would abduct him. Yeah, it's a really weird situation. Like, I'll explain some theories and I'll kind of tell you what one I think. Okay. Um, But it still is fucking... It's just mind-boggling. Yeah. Either way. So, we know that he was probably avoiding the main road because he didn't want to get pulled over. Mm-hmm. So, that's probably why he was a mile off of the main road. Yeah. On that dirt road. Um, like I said, he had the DUI, so he was probably just not wanting to get in any more trouble with the police. Which, and, fair enough. Yeah. Well, and he was 19, drinking. That's illegal regardless. Yeah. So... Makes sense. Um, the police do not believe he was inebriated. Like, for sure, they don't think he was intoxicated. Mm-hmm. So that's not really part of the case. Um, the first theory that I'm going to cover, and it's, I don't think it's the case, but some people think he was running away, you know what I mean? Trying to fake his own death. Just trying to disappear. Yeah, I don't believe that. Why would he do that? And why, if he was really trying to disappear, why would he call his parents? He exactly. That's the first, the first question I have on here. Why call parents? Um, he would just disappear that Exactly. Night. He would just do what he did but not call his yeah. parents. So that doesn't make sense. Why would he mind fuck his parents like that? Yeah, no. That, mm-mm. And then also he did have like future plans. Like he had stuff he was planning on doing. Like he was going to school mm-hmm. for wind turbines. Um, so that, that one just doesn't. That was a Minnesota thing. <laughs> it, you know what? I bet they have a lot of wind turbines. Yeah. <laughs> popular occupation in Minnesota. Yeah. No, and it it almost seemed like it was like a one year I didn't even know you had to go to school for that. I don't know. I just it's pretty interesting. Um odd career to pick, but yeah. I think it's kinda cool. I mean yeah, it's wind turbines are cool. It's just like very random. I agree. Like I've never heard of anybody going to school for that. I know. That that's why I put it in there. I was like, huh. Um either way, so I just don't think he was trying to run away. That doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. It, it just doesn't, it doesn't work. It doesn't fit. Um, the second theory is that he may have drowned. So this was actually my first thought when I was, like, going through this case. I was like, 
oh, he had to have been more intoxicated than people thought, and mm-hmm. he just didn't know where he was, and he wandered to the river, fell in, and drowned. Yeah. Because that happens a lot. Like, that's a pretty common that occurrence. That in Idaho. Yeah, well, that happened in Michigan a couple times. But like, just recently. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty common. So, I thought I that mean, was yeah, the case. But the river was, unless there was another river. Yeah, well... It doesn't really, because you're talking about it being, like, shallow and stuff, right? Yeah. But that doesn't matter if you're intoxicated or if he hit his head. I mean, true. So, that was my first thought. Because I was, like... Because, yeah, if he fell and hit his head and knocked out and then, like, was, like, face-planted in the water, yeah. Exactly. So, that's what I thought. But that doesn't really make sense because his body would have washed up. And his scent was picked up after exactly the bloodhounds detected him in and then out of the river yeah um also they searched that river and they didn't find anything also i feel like the parents would have heard something if that were the case yeah but we talked about that i don't know i think he was well over the river because he he had mentioned to his parents when he was on the phone that he was crossing a river correct no Oh. He said he heard water in the distance. He was walking. Oh. And I we think he may like, have slipped and fell. Oh, I thought he was like, oh, hey, like, I'm crossing this river right now, and then... Yeah. No, he didn't mention that he was getting towards the river at all. Oh, because that would also, like, be like, oh, then that doesn't make sense, because he was on the phone with his parents when he was crossing the river. No. So he, from what it seems like, is he was on his phone with the parents, and the oh shit was him tripping into the river. Mm-hmm. Um... So, yeah, we don't, we don't think it's drowning. The authorities say they don't believe it's drowning. And recently, in 2021, apparently the river dried up because of a drought, and they didn't find anything. Hmm. So, we don't think it's that. Um, the third theory is kind of out there and odd, but a wild animal attack. People, some people think that he was attacked by, like, a bear. But that doesn't make any sense because there would be You would remnants. hear it on the you phone. You would also hear it on the phone. A bear attack? Are you kidding? God. Nobody's going to stay quiet for that. Exactly. Unless a bear literally walks up to you and bites your head off immediately. I don't think they can do that. Like, just clean they cut. Would make, they would make noise. Clean cut, bite it up. Yeah, you'd hear like... <laughs> that's me, a bear. The growling was that's, that's my favorite. Bear. Okay, we're not laughing because this is funny. We're Oh, Kayla's funny. Growling into the mic. <laughs> Ew, why does it sound like that? Either way, I I don't think it's a wild animal attack. That one doesn't make any sense. That does not make any sense whatsoever. I thought I would say it because it's some, some people believe. But like literally, we could say any, we could say any theory and then come up with reasons why it doesn't make sense. Yeah, no. So when we get to the one at the end, it makes the most sense. Okay. So we'll get there. Um, The fourth theory is that he could have fallen into a cistern, which, do you know what that is? I don't really... Do I, I s- look like still I still don't, really. I'll Google it. It's a well, essentially. Oh. Um, so basically a big hole in the ground. That's sometimes like 35 feet deep. Yeah, but you would hear like... That is exactly what they said on Morbid. Um, and that's true, except... Or you would hear like a... That... I agree with you. Would hear Not that that exact sound? Yes, but like, a, but thud. like a thud. No, so that makes sense. Um, but it's thought that if that were to happen, he said like "oh shit" as he tripped and then he fell in. So, and that seems implausible. Usually, they are marked by like apparently pipes that come out of the ground. But I don't think it would be silent through the whole fall. I think the thud would be so loud. Yeah, 
that the parents would know generally what happened. Yeah. And I honestly don't think, if you're falling down a well, you're going to... Be quiet? Yeah. yeah. You're just going to sit there? No, you're going to so, be yelling. Yeah. That, that shit would be scary. No, I know. But it's like, that happens, apparently. Like, people do fall in random old cisterns because they're they're usually marked with pipes, right? Mm-hmm. The old ones aren't. Mm. And sometimes they're just covered with stuff. So, you like, people do fall in. Most of the time they survive because someone gets them back out. But mm-hmm. people have died falling in cisterns, which scares me. That does, too. I've never seen one of those, though. That gives me, like, landmine vibes, except mm-hmm. the opposite. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That freaks me out. And, like I said, most of the time people survive, but I guess if he were to have fallen in one, hypothermia? Because he had just went in the water, right? Because we're, we're thinking he fell in, crossed the river, came back out, and then something happened to him. Well, but is there, did they find any, like, around no. the river? No. So, that's probably not the case, but it's possible. That one's a little bit more plausible, I would say. Um, the fifth theory is kind of a two-parter. So, the first part of it is just hypothermia in general. Like, he fell in the water. It wasn't that cold. It was around 40 degrees outside, but the water was freezing, and wet clothes will kill you. Mm-hmm. Like, they're the leading cause of hypothermia. But. What? <laughs> Shit just ain't making sense. No, I know, because they would have found him, right? They would have found him. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't, you don't just die of hypothermia like that. Well, true, but they didn't find anything of him until, like, the next day, hours later. You know what I mean? Because the police didn't start the search I know, but why would he say, oh, shit, not, then continue to not answer his phone? Yeah, no, it's thought that he couldn't find his phone after that, because it was dark. because maybe he said, oh, shit, and dropped his phone. Exactly. So he, like, maybe he fell in the water, dropped his phone, and then couldn't find his phone and just went to the other side of the river. And just Trying to get to where he thought was Lind. Yeah. Yeah. Which... We were talking about earlier about how he maybe got the city switched up, but now I'm realizing that doesn't quite make sense either because he did say that we could meet at a specific bar in Lind. So he fully thought he was near Lind. I'm I'm just, when you live around an area and you know that area pretty well, I mean, he did that drive what, every day? The one from Marshall to Canby, yeah. Yeah. He knows where he's at. That's what I'm... But he fully said, meet me at this bar in so Lynn. why... And he knows where he's coming from. Why would he be so confused? Exactly. That is the one thing about this case that does not make any sense. Unless he was, like, drugged or something, but, like... Or drunk, which they don't think is the case. Like, the parents are very adamant that he was not. I don't know how drugs affect different people, but, like... Yeah, yeah and I don't... Drugs affect people in general, but I, I don't think of any... That would give you confusion. Yeah, I don't think he was known to do drugs either, so, I don't know. Um, it's also thought he could have maybe gotten a concussion in the mix-up with his car. I mean, there doesn't have to be visible evidence of injury for him to get a concussion. It doesn't yeah, take much. That's true. Like, maybe he hit his head. If he hit his head, then he could have been really confused. Mm-hmm. And that could also explain why he was so frustrated. Because mm-hmm. that's, yeah, so it's possible he could have had a concussion. That makes sense. That's the only thing I can think of. I don't yeah. know why he would be so confused otherwise. Um, yeah, that adds up. But, but are we about to solve this case right now? So I think we're going to get pretty close. I mean, because I think everyone knows kind of what's happening, but the police can't do anything about it yet. So we'll get there. So the hypothermia theory. Um, we were thinking he maybe came out of the water. 
He had wet clothes on. And hypothermia does slowly set in. Mm-hmm. But it definitely could have killed him. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you'd think we would have found a body because they searched 100, 122 square yeah, miles. Yeah, or like remains at least. Yeah. Yeah. No. So that brings us to the variation of this theory. And that is that Brandon did succumb to hypothermia to at least the point of passing out in a field. Mm-hmm. And then may have gotten ran over by farm equipment. Like a harvester. Oh, my God. And so the hypothermia would have either made him pass out or killed him. Uh And he could have laid in a field because it was surrounded by fields. If you look at the area where this happened, where we think this happened, there were fields everywhere. Like, it's just a bunch of farmers, farmers' fields. But I feel like they would have found him the next day. Just wait. (laughs) I'm sorry. This is... No, because you'd think we would have found him. Um... A cadaver dog actually did hit on a piece of farm equipment on a farm. Guess what? The farmer denied search of his property. And the police say that it's not probable cause enough just to have the cadaver dog hit, so they can't search his property unless he says they can. Hmm. So, and, like, the being ran over by farm equipment stuff, this does happen. Yeah. Like, it's pretty common, actually, which is terrifying. It's like a new fear of mine. But... There was actually a case in Michigan, in Elkton, Michigan. A 14-year-old boy was hunting, and he had fallen asleep in a cornfield, and he got ran over by a corn harvester. Because, like, in that big harvester, you're not going to be able to see what's happening on the ground until you run something over. Yeah, just... You're done for most of the time. Mm-hmm. There was a guy that survived it. Um, I don't know much about the case, but... Okay, what still is not making sense to me is that phone call. Because, say, it is dark, he dropped his phone, oh shit, I can't find it, it w- goes silent, you think he would be like, hello? Like, he'd yeah. still be saying stuff, and then when his parents call back, you think he would see his phone lighting up. Yeah, well, if he fell into the river and he dropped the phone, like, on shore, maybe not. But you would also find the phone. No, I know, and that's the weird thing, and that's why some people are iffy about the farmer, because he won't let them search the property, Right. Yeah. And he's just, there's, so in most, in the area, most of the farmers are totally cooperative. They're like, Mm -hmm. yeah, go ahead, search. There's a couple of farmers that aren't, that won't let anyone search on their property. Which, like, what are you hiding? That's a little susmagus, yeah. Yeah. And. The only reason, the only reason I can think of to not let police search is if I would be hiding something. Yeah. Well, and they're. Farmers do ten- do tend to be pretty sensitive about, like, crop damage. So I guess if a bunch of people are stomping all over their crops. Mm. But, like, you really value that over Finding a person. person. Like, yeah. he has a family, and they want to know what happened to him, and you just can't. Did he ask if maybe he, like, had the machine out that morning? No. So the- and there's nothing clear about that. And it's this is mainly, like, a theory. I don't even know if the police investigated it a lot. I know that there was, it was confirmed that that cadaver dog did hit on a piece of farm equipment and that Mm. the farmer wouldn't let him search. That for sure is the case. Either way, we have absolutely no clue what happened to Brandon. We don't know where he is. None of his remains have been found. Not his keys, not his phone. He had a necklace on that wasn't found. Nothing. This case just is really crazy. He's just gone and it doesn't make any sense and it's been 15 years, like I said. 
I'm a little sus with the farmer, but the phone call does not make sense to me. No, I know. And, like, it's just weird. Like, so the farmer thing is the one that I think is the most plausible. Yeah. Only because it does happen. And I just don't know why the farmer would be covering it up or, like, why the farmer wouldn't own up to it. He didn't kill him, ideally. Yeah, but, like involuntary manslaughter i he i don't think he would get charged with that but like maybe he's maybe worried. he thinks he is he would maybe yeah. he yeah maybe he's worried about getting charged true but like yeah well because if he because apparently when you have hypothermia there's like a period of time where it seems like you're dead but you're not but to like live with that guilt knowing yeah no that this that part freaks me out when i first saw the um farm equipment thing in the theories i was like no way like that's that's crazy yeah but then i actually looked into it and like it makes the most sense it does that's what makes the most sense it's just literally that phone call is like stuck with me yeah no that like i said that one quote where he's like don't you see me that that bothers me yeah so i don't know and like the oh shit thing it's not really clarified if he like yelled oh shit or if he was like oh "Oh, shit." shit yeah yeah, so we have no idea what happened. Yeah, that's insane. And I would, I hope that we do get answers eventually, especially for the family. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if we're gonna. Like, if the farmer never lets them search, we're not gonna know if he's there or not. Yeah. And also, evidence tends to disappear with time, and it's been 15 years, so. It's crazy. Um, <clears throat> in 2009, though, his parents did help pass a law called Brandon's Law, which is an expansion of the Missing Children's Act, basically to treat a missing adult with the same amount of importance Good. as the missing children, especially good. when they're in distress, where mm-hmm. she was. So that was passed, and that's good. Um, I do have to say this, because if anyone hears this podcast... Um, if you have any information regarding Brandon's case, be sure to call the Lincoln County Sheriff's Office at 1507-694-1664 or the FBI VICAP at 1-800-634-4097. Yeah. That sounded very professional. Thank you. But, no. This, it's, this shit's crazy. Yeah. And I can only imagine being his parents. Like. And... They probably think about that phone call so often. Yeah. No, because the last thing he said was, oh, oh shit. shit. And and you just can't find him. And, like, he wasn't even that far from home. Mm-hmm. Only, like, 15, 20 minutes in the other direction, though. But, you think, though, if, like, he stayed in his car? Yeah. Or he if he would have had someone stop. Yeah. And, like, they could, he could have been like, hey, where am I? To get a better understanding to help his parents find him. Yeah. But instead, he just started walking. Which, if he had a concussion, makes sense. People tend to do really irrational things when they have concussions. Mm-hmm. So, but since we never found his body, we'll never know. Yep. That case is crazy. That is a crazy case. That is, I've never heard that case before. That's bonkers. Yeah, no. And I have, there, like I said, there's another missing persons case that gives me the same kind of vibe of, like, what the actual fuck. So maybe I'll do that one soon, too. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we never know how to end these things. No. We have to figure out what we want to say is like our sign off. Our sign off is the Midwestern goodbye. Yeah. 
and then we just eventually we say goodbye like six times and then we just eventually stop talking okay cool well i think we're good i think this is i think this is the end this is the end for us guys of the podcast episode though you will be missed until the next one yes which we should record relatively soon Yes, no, I actually love doing this. Yeah, you just gotta research a story. Yeah. But I'd like to get a backlog so we can, like... The research in itself is just, like... It feels like you're investigating a case. It feels like a lot, and you're getting a lot of information, and it's just, like... Organizing it is the hardest part. Organizing it, remembering what you already wrote down. Mm-hmm. Well, yours especially, because yours was, like, still... It was ongoing. Yeah. So I was writing stuff down when I would find it out, but then they would, like, repeat stuff... Yeah. And so, like, I'd write it down again, because I'd hear it again, and I'd be like, oh, this is new information. Yeah. But I already wrote it down. Thank I, you to Morbid, because they definitely helped with my research. They helped me organize the information in my brain. And they actually Morbid. said a lot of stuff that I couldn't really find elsewhere. So, they were a great source. Great. And they expand a lot further on this. They have a two-parter episode. So, they've got two episodes oh. on Brandon. So, definitely give them a listen, and I think we're about done here. With our Midwestern goodbye as it is. Yep. Um, So, see you later. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Peace.